Brutal. TV Talk Machine. A podcast about television. would it say no one on the knobs and everybody knows this is tv this is tim goodman's tv talk machine podcast a little rusty there since we've yes. been off the air for a while the air for a while uh but everybody knows uh daniel is in the lion's den daniel absolutely hey everybody <laughs> hey <laughs> podcast <laughs> hey podcast uh so uh what what's are you are now are you getting a little annoyed that you're not on there now um, no, I mean, I think, uh, cause we had that listener submitted theme that yes. said Derwood on the knobs, yeah, but, it has, but I think we have to have like a voting process, don't we, before we can like officially <laughs> No, that's, put it... it's mu- that's much too complicated. Okay. Then I could just add that. Yeah. Let's just add, add that. that in post-production. Let's, add, let's just add that. And so, also, so yes, pretend, production. pretend like you didn't just hear this conversation. <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't add it in post-production. Oh, okay. I put it at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. So we'll know like well, people should hear this part Okay. because this part actually relates to a little bit of. Breaking news. <laughs> Daniel, I hear that uh, some sad news. You're you're relaying to us that you're around for like three more weeks. Three more weeks, yes. What is up with that? Well, I'm an unpaid intern, uh, so that's kind of what's up. Uh, you know, unpaid interns we're like uh, we're like traveling salesmen. You know, we can't right. we can't stay in town too long. You know, we 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 break some hearts. We <laughs> you are a small children to yes. uh, believe in themselves, and then we have to go to the next town. I know you are an enabler before they figure out our scam. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, 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 right you are. Right you are, Daniel. Uh, so now is this just like you're saying? All right, buddy. I, I, you know, I can't do this for free anymore. Or are you got another offer from someone else? Well, uh, I have some job job leads, um, but you know, I was it was kind of that was kind of the plan all along. Uh, I mean, you know, I, or yeah. you know, there was like you know maybe there was like some some hope that uh, it would turn into something beyond an internship, but uh, I, I knew that this time would come. Right. Yeah. Now, would one of those job leads perhaps be related to any of the myriad companies leasing space here at the Chronicle? <laughs> Uh, well, tell me more. There's a whole bunch of companies that were doing the yes. paper the day that uh, writes uh, that dulcet right. tones of Joe Garofoli as Hello Question there. Boy. Hello there. Yes, uh, what, founded by one of the Twitter co-founders, mm-hmm. is moving in. In fact, there's a, in fact there's three people in the pod cave right now. Yeah, just getting, sitting here. I don't <clears throat> I don't know. I have no idea who these people are. Getting mighty crowded. Yeah, and they're, they're just they've cordoned off half the pod cave. It's gonna be a hundred man booth soon. <laughs> By the way, you can tell that they're not from the Chronicle because they're actually burning money <laughs> for free here. Well, we we burned money for a while. <laughs> we did, but we we burned it in a bad way. But yeah. now we're now we're now we're like making money. Oh, these yeah. guys are burning money while lighting like uh, Cuban cigars. Right, startups. Yeah, that's the way to go. Ah, yeah. Right, Daniel. No. No. <laughs> you know my position on the internet, that it's just a fad, so like any sort of startup thing. Like CB Radio. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That Twitter has just reached the 350 million mark is not significant to you? No. No. Because they haven't been able to monetize it. Yeah. You know, I actually have a genius way, and I I want to... This is Pat Pending, my friends. TM coming up. I want this. This is how you make money on on Twitter. Okay? Okay. All right, so what's the guy's name? Zuckerman? What's his name, right? That's Facebook. 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 
Oh, Bizstone. Bizstone Biz is the Twitter. Okay, profile. well, this can go to both of them. I'll all make right. money on both of these all ideas. Right. Mm-hmm. All right? Here's how you monetize. Here's how you monetize. You make First, you make everybody register with a PayPal account. You can't even be on this thing unless you have a PayPal account, right? Because everybody wants to be on Twitter. Everybody wants to be. More people want to be on Facebook. But, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just exploding. And, and especially on Facebook, but now all your friends are on it. And the pressure is like, oh, I guess, mm-hmm. I guess I'll link to a PayPal account. And they say, no, we're not going to draw out of it. In the fine print. That's how you make money on the internet. No one asked me before. Been around here for, since the... You haven't volunteered any of these ideas. Well, we could have used these I'm about 10 years ago. I'm not going to give my stuff away. I no. just, you know, I guess I should have given it. I should have sold it earlier. Yeah. But I know people are in dire straits. I don't like to see people suffer, as you know. <laughs> so here's how these guys can make money. <laughs> the I listeners rip- are suffering right now. No, we'll no, they're, no, they're totally on pins and needles because they know that I have a genius idea here. So, and it really is uh, a genius idea. So you... Everybody's got a PayPal account before you get on. Then you get on, but in the fine print, it there's a little piece that people won't read where Twitter and Facebook are allowed to siphon money like a buck a time. A buck an ish, every time it comes up, a dollar out of your PayPal account for every time you send a, a tweet or uh, update your Facebook account and you use LOL, <laughs> that's going to cost you a dollar. Yeah. Laugh my ass off. A dollar. Yeah. Oh, right? Benny would be broke. Anytime you use a, an emoticon, <laughs> yes. dollar. Yes. Right? It's like a syntax. Right. So within like what? Six days, they're profitable. Yeah. Yeah. It's a syntax. on, yeah. on And then also, uh, I would propose even the finer print. So uh-huh. that's going to that's gonna decimate everybody. Okay. Like so many of yeah. the morons in the world who yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the next step is you... Uh, uh, a little harder to do on Twitter because people are shortening words, but on Facebook, if you uh, can't spell, mm-hmm. uh, so you have like a, like a, you have like a four or five transgressions per week, sure, and then then you're docked a dollar sure. for every misspelling, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it really if you read this stuff and email accounts too, but you can't charge on email, but really people mm. are just they're just ignorant, yeah, Americans are ignorant, true. So if we can dock them on the spelling. Through social media, we correct all the sins uh-huh. that we happened in public uh-huh. education. Yeah, and you and you help people exactly. You're you're lifting the culture as it as, exactly. as you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a great idea. That's right? a great idea. Why don't you go downstairs and tell one of these guys? I am gonna. Uh, I'm they gonna write ask you that to get column. Some coffee as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna write that column. But uh, no, let's get back to the point. A bunch of people are, are leasing out this mm. uh, second floor, and we've joked many times on the podcast that we are the last people standing on the second floor. We literally are. Now. We literally are. Uh, two spook, spooky things. Whenever you see somebody on the second floor, it's scary because mm-hmm. you think it's the it's the you know it's, it's our yeah. guy, right? Yeah, I just kind of run a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. You run? In the car, yeah. yeah I, I run down. down I run hall. down to the podcast. It is. Now. It's yeah. it's it's, it's like going to your parking lot in a bad neighborhood with all the lights out, and you're like <laughs> yeah. at midnight. Yeah. And you just took about like three hundred bucks out of the ATM. You're yeah. a little yeah. You're a little antsy yeah, yeah, on the second floor. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, it could be the, our stalker. It could be that guy who's been camping out. Could be Biz Stone just checking out the, his Stone. buddy's new place. He yeah. is deadly. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing is, so today coming down to the podcast, it was like one of the like right out of a cartoon. Uh, I turn, I'm coming down the elevator. I come out on the empty second floor and kind of like uh-huh. laughing. God, this is a wasteland. And then the corner of my eye, I catch a glimpse of somebody coming out one door, crossing the hallway, going into the other door, and as I turn around, gone. <laughs> How freaky is that? It's like seeing a rat with two legs. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey, did Dude. you know that this was a podcast about television? 
I heard that, yes. When will it become one? Well, we're not quite done yet. Daniel, we still have a lot of TV, non-TV-related news. We do a ton of it. But I want to say, Daniel, I hope that you can stay beyond three weeks. I hope so, too. I think that your contribution here has been outstanding. Thank you. Absolutely. To the TVTM especially. Thank I, you. I, no, let's not kid ourselves. Let's, you know, I think, uh, uh, I think um, uh, you know, if you're being critical, it's like it's positive, and you can learn from it. I'd uh-huh. say maybe you've dropped the ball a little bit on the Sons of Anarchy interview. Yes, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Kurt Sutter thing. It, it, you kind of mucked that up. It was. It was. Uh, it but was you know what? You learn from that. A bungle. Yeah. Creative. You know it is. Yeah. It's, it's criticism that I think will help you. Yes, grow. I think it will help. If, me, yeah. if you had to summarize this for a resume entry, do you think this would be? Will the TV talk machine make your resume? Uh, well, I mean, yes, of course. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, why not? Because we're we're worldwide. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? You know, you never know who's going to be on the other side of it. Yeah, That's maybe right. Jerry in Paris is he, like some kind of like a, 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 be a radio. Me- or... Yeah, he could be a media titan. Absolutely. Yeah, and he could uh, somehow get a hold of your resume, or maybe you could hear this right now. Yeah, if it he's would not surprise asleep me yet. if he wasn't a media titan. <laughs> Those French, and he's probably getting laid left and right. Right. Oh, yeah. man. Whoa. We're going to have a lot more about getting laid soon. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah, great so one. More coming up in the non-TV-related news. But bef- I just want to say, because, you know, our schedules are erratic. So if we yeah. don't get another podcast out, uh-huh. I-, I just want to say that it's been a joy. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's been fun. And also, it puts us in a little bit of a bind. I mean, not to, you know, not to worry about us mm. over you looking mm. for a job. I know you're employable. You're going to get a job. Absolutely. You yeah, know, there's probably. an opening in Band of Horses. Oh. Hey. You know, because the, the Bearded Singers <laughs> Good. Band. Good. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. That's big. Uh, uh, it puts it puts TVTM at risk again. Here we are again, once again. We are living on the brink. Derwood fixed us. He helped us. He was like a he like he, a beacon. He revived us. He was sort of the podcasting EMT. He, yeah, yeah. He, he totally. He gave us mouth us. to mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see a double whammy nice. company. You're 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 leaving. We have a story in the paper that we've thousands of square footage on the second floor and first floor have been leased to these companies. It's like starting this week. Right. We're getting all this these, week, really. Yeah, and we're getting all these oh, like uh, crazy emails about, uh, oh, don't use that door. That's for employees only. No, that's yes, one of our that's... great jokes of, <laughs> of all time. Uh, but uh, we're getting all these notes like, oh, you know, your entrance to the Chronicle may change in coming weeks. You know, so really? we're going to be. But using the exit this... is always the same. Yeah, exit is always the same. <laughs> Get out! Get, the... Get off <laughs> of the stage! <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's, yeah, it's whatever. Good. He's leaving. He's leaving. Not. He's not going to take out the <laughs> no more anymore. editing from him. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you didn't look over. <laughs> uh, so you know, yeah, you leaving. These guys moving in. The, seriously, people are just they laugh at us when they say that the pod cave is the last thing standing. But there used to be a television element to near the pod cave. Not only are the cameras gone and the air conditioning's been gone for ages. But now they took away the little stand out there. Did you notice yeah, that? Yes, yeah, Benny pointed that. that out. Yeah. yeah, Benny pointed that out. Well, this is where uh, when you see Chronicle reporters and editors on TV and they have like the Chronicle logo in the back, usually they're standing in front of a – there's a, sort of a podium or a mm-hmm. larger desk. That has been gone. I'm sure it's been on – it's on eBay right you know, now. I'm it's sure. on eBay or we sold it to uh, Twitter. <laughs> One of the two. This, this stone, stone is either goes granola off of it, right? He's now. like, yeah, he's like, ah, I bought it. This stone is really some a kind of really a name there. Oh like, man, it's like not a just super this stone. villain name. This right? stone, this stone, yeah. Hi, this stone, Twitter. Bismarcky, this stone together again. Bismarck, did you just say Bismarcky? Is that who? <laughs> yeah, Bismarcky. Well, you and your like early eighty flashbacks. What's next? Three feet high and rising. <laughs> You probably have that album. I have that album. Yeah. Yes, of course I do. you do. Jesus. I don't give away anything. <laughs> Did you lose your wallet in El Segundo? 
<laughs> Very nice. Right. No, a lot of a lot of eighties rap references right yeah. there, right? You weren't even born in the eighties. I was born in the eighties. Oh, were you really? Yeah. 89? 87. Oh. 87. 1980. Oh, if it was only nine, I could do my Public Enemy rap. Oh, yeah. I think I I reviewed Public Enemy in 1988. You probably did, yeah. yeah. Daniel was one. And here he is now, leading, (laughs) highlight of his life. Fear of a Black Planet uh, tour, I think. Oh, that was so great, yeah. yeah. Little do we know. Look at... We've taken many roads, but we've all wound up here today. It's stunning. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know what? I have a new album coming back called uh, It Takes a Nation of Garofolis to Hold You Back. <laughs> to Hold Us Back. Uh, all right. So, the, so you know, w- hopefully we will speak again. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Uh, and then, but again, just to relate to people who may listen to this, we uh, are losing space here ra- rapidly. We're, we're, we're just like hanging on. Yeah. We're on the embassy roof at this point. We're on the embassy roof. We're hoping to get to the third floor. There is a very tight glass-filled pod cave up there, um, unfortunately. And I say glass, meaning everybody could see us you know, in our shorty robes and our gardening, and that would yeah. be totally on display. That wouldn't want to do that in front of our coworkers. I'm okay with and that. And I'm sure they, they don't want to see I'm that. okay with that. I, I just hit, I a, I hit a, like a new low the other day, checking really? the, on, on the scale. Yeah. I'm, I'm, really? Yeah. You are think, looking pretty good, too. Well, I was sick for three weeks. I think that took some pounds yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. I got about... I don't know. I'm getting close to Durwood size. Mm, mm. You are. Are you wearing your Kwanzaa shorty robe today? I like the colors. <laughs> Very nice. You know what? I celebrate all 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 holidays. All holidays. Yeah. Wow. Including uh, well, you, the uh, you saw the uh, Santa Claus coming to town, or I'm sorry, Rudolph. Oh uh, yes. Now we now we are transitioning into some more non. Well, no, this is TV related news. Yes. And non TV related news. It's pretty stunning. Maybe we should remind people that this is. Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast, a podcast about television. Yes. And Daniel. And and, and, <laughs> and floor leasing and Twitter and how to make money on the internet. We we cover a lot of bases here. Yeah. But yeah, let's 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 take the people back and and, and Daniel, this would be a pleasure for you. This okay. is the first time you've heard this story. So, you know, we do Walton all the time. Sure. Right? Yes. Oh, what are you doing? My back is killing me. <laughs> Three more weeks. That's not a commitment. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's an 82-game schedule. You can't quit in midseason. You stay with the team the whole time, Iverson. Who are you? I, you're not the answer. You need to put in. You need to have ten All-Star appearances before you quit in December. So uh, that said, okay. uh, I am a fan of all things, all Christmas-related and holiday-related animated classics. All right. Big fan of that. You are a sentimentalist, though, great. Oh, one. my God. I went, I went out, got all the DVDs. I also love, you know, It's a Wonderful Life. I know people may find that hard to believe because I'm a cynical mm-hmm. bastard, but mm-hmm. It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite movie. All right. Yeah. And so I have all this stuff. I've got Rudolph. i got the Frosty things. Like Santa Claus is coming to town. i got all that stuff. But <clears throat> as I pointed out to Joe a couple of years ago, uh, on, maybe on this very podcast, that watching Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for the a millionth time, it struck me that Santa. Do you know the scene? You ever seen this before? I have long, long ago. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's there's a where we, Santa. When we first see Santa, he's coming down as the elves are planning. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're singing and, he, and he's upset. He's all yeah. grumpy. It, it's great because he's really a bastard in this movie. There's some great stuff online about what a jerk he is. Uh-huh. But what struck me, <laughs> it's true, right? I mean, there's some great stuff about what a jerk Santa Claus is to everybody. It's so funny. <laughs> and the movie is a classic yeah. in so many ways. Uh, so, but what struck me upon the three millionth viewing uh-huh. is that Santa Claus talks just like Walton. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, oh. 
Rudolph, what are you doing with that nose? Oh, come here, son. Donner, what's up with Rudolph? (laughs) That's not how you do reindeer games. And so once we found the connection uh, for Joe and I, it was endlessly, endlessly entertaining. So now fast forward to the fact that my my kids and his kids, of course, we'd hear Walton all the time. Sure. So the other day, I broke out into my Santa. Uh huh. Because, you know, in the house. Sure. It's that time. I'm going to do some Santa. I was kind of like mocking whether they'd been naughty or nice. Uh huh. You know what they said? That's not Santa. That's, that's Walton. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's some savvy kids. That's Walton. We're like in 11 months a year of Walton and one month of Santa. Right. What, what, you know? <clears throat> and then Mrs. Cranky Pants said, I only have one voice. That's, no, you have a couple now. You've, you've branched out. You I'm have a, branched out. I have out. a plethora of voices. You have, you have a number of voices now. <laughs> you know, I may be double-digit voices, and I may not be, but I'm not one voice. It's not no, just no, all Walton. No. All Walton's my favorite. Right. But you have a couple voices now. You yeah. do, you do, you're doing your Al Gore. You mix in Al Gore. Yes, you mix exactly. in. Uh, you had someone else. Oh, well, you, have, you have Charlie. Yes, Charlie. You have, oh, uh, uh, I don't know, some other people. I got some people. Yeah. So, but, but she is right that when my Santa sounds like a Walton... But it's not my fault. It's 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 Santa's fault. It's Rander. Santa's fault. Santa yeah. sounds like Walton. That's yeah. undeniable. So, uh, but it's that time, and I can And so they were. So of course now that all they want to do is hear me do Santa as Walton. <laughs> You're not getting any presents. That's ridiculous. Look at your report card. Oh come on. That's that's not an effort. Oh, what's with the math grades? <laughs> open court. The only open court I've ever worked on was a full court. Coach Wooden. Thank you. Open very nice, reading. very nice open court. Wow. We are really <laughs> narrow casting there with the, it's the reading program for, uh, yes. for elementary age yes. kids. Wow. Uh, genius. Hey, since we're naturally talking about uh, Christmas, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. wondering if I could pick your brain about something. Sure. Um, so, besides uh, recording podcasts and twiddling on knobs ah. uh the sf gate lets me blog for the culture blog oh, and i've nice. just started a series of weird christmas things okay so like weird folk traditions from like around the world oh, uh-huh. but also sort of like weird sort of creepy christmas pop culture stuff uh-huh so if you, uh, if you or any of the listeners have any suggestions for uh Creepy Christmas, like send him my way. Okay, there used to, there used yeah. to be a, a stage show. I don't know if they still do it in San Francisco, where there was there was Christmas with the Carpenters. And folks would do like <laughs> a a a goose. That was on, a thin on... show. Oh! <laughs> oh my God, the, the Carpenters album. Christine loves that the Christmas, uh, the Carpenters Christmas album. That is the most depressing thing I've ever heard. Well, they were really into mope rock before it was. Oh. Like, they were they were emo before it was cool to be emo. Chess. <laughs> Nuts Karen, is, Karen Carpenter is the one who is like deathly anorexic. Yeah, yeah. literally deathly anorexic. Yeah. yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I know. You know that's what? all you can think that's about. Christmas creepy. And yeah. she's thinking about chestnuts roasting at open fire. Well, what are you gonna do with those? She's yeah, not gonna eat them. That chestnut. Yeah. yeah, maybe half a chestnut. <laughs> then wow. she purge. Wow. Uh, you know we laugh to keep from crying. Absolutely. Chestnuts. <laughs> Roasting. I'd like to see your chestnuts on an open fire. <laughs> you can right now. If you're <laughs> right. No, it's very. I've thin. got some holly trim down there. I know. In oh. fact, oh, great one. Do you see where my mistletoe is on my shorty robe, <laughs> hanging from the belt? Uh, that's a missile, all right. Yes, sir. Oh. <laughs> you know what I think you should do to that blog, Daniel? Yeah. Is you should Google uh, Santa Claus is a jerk from from uh, Rudolph, to Rudolph. Okay, and you'll good. You'll come up with this. 
there's like three versions where people kind of spliced all his anger together. It's just it's pants wedding. That sounds good. That's yeah, good. I would I would start with that. Yeah. He is kind of a a very cranky Santa Claus. Oh though. yeah, exactly. Maybe he was sick though. Knows. Wasn't he sick in the movie? Well, he was. Yeah. Well, he's he's sick. He's fighting a cold. Like who hasn't been? I've been fighting cold for three weeks. Yeah. But so, so by the way, I have a letter on that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so he uh, he has a cold, but he also knows that the storm's coming and they're not going to get off. They don't got mm. the, you know, Blitzen's not getting it done. Yeah. Donner. No. One of the weakest ones. Yeah, yeah. Really, I never, I never cared for Donner. Yeah, Donner. Yeah. It's a weak. Yeah. Right. So he's got. He knows that the, his team is not going to be able to get it off the ground. They're not going to get it up. Right. Ho! Ho! So, uh, he's got no leaders. A team can't, you can't take flight without leaders. You can't have a bunch of role players. It can't be eight role players leading the sleigh. You've got to have a, you've got to have one star at least on the team. Who, who even remembers that team? Donner, Blitzen, you, somebody else. Comet. Comet was, he never contributed. <laughs> you can't have a team of Jerry Sheestings like we did on the Celtics. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jerry Sheeston. Wow. Hey, uh, good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> wow, that just, good night. Yeah, just turn off. Oh no, they they stopped listening since long. Once when we once we started not talking about television. Once this became a real estate podcast, which by the way are they're very popular online. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. It's yes. Disturbingly popular. Uh, wow. All right, so we have you know you we have, have some s- TV related news. No, though, we one. still have. We're still have still non TV related news yeah, to go. But in a way, much like Santa, it is, it is not, and it is. So let me just preface it by saying, if you're going to sleep around, don't sleep with somebody who's been on a reality series. Yes. Good so great advice. one. What are you referring to? I'm referring to the <laughs> great, legendary Tiger Woods. And I, you know, I feel... Uh, allegedly, of course. Allegedly. Well, I think when you hear that, I think when you hear the audio, and he's already said, he's already admitted on, online today that he's had some transgressions. Hmm. He's apologized to his family. Uh, uh because he, he, he was actually typing it while he was running away from his wife carrying a, a one iron. <laughs> she could never hit the one iron before, but now she can hit it. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, you know, but but it, she has a... That was me. You know, it's, it's one thing uh, to, to hit a golf ball. It's another to hit the rear windshield of, of an well, SUV. <clears throat> first of all, we've been in the business long enough to know uh, nothing gets by. I mean, it's like... First of all, I heard that story. I'm like, no, no, no. Here's what happened. She either punched him in the face or she hit him with a club in the mouth. Uh, and then he tried to get up the hell out of Dodge, and she smashed the back of the car. She's, if you've ever seen this woman, not only is she gorgeous, but she's too light to like pull him out of a car. Tiger Woods is a big dude. Yeah. Uh, so that story didn't add up at all. Uh, yeah, she was mad. She's spousal And upset. when you're when you're taken off out of the house, when you're leaving the house, right. it was it 12, 2.30 in the morning? Yeah. No. That's mm-hmm. something. Something's up there. If so you're turned- coming home at 2.30, that's one thing. But if you're leaving the house at 2.30, then... It was probably because you were, came into the house at two twenty. Yeah, and and I, you know, I got no, I I don't not gonna pass judgment on no. Tiger and all these guys. I mean, they're athletes. This is what this is what happens. I think when you marry into it, you kind of got to know that's coming. But um, uh, I'm not apologizing for that. Uh, but it's just private life. I don't really give a damn about anything that's going on in Tiger's private life. But, Absolutely not. You know, there's been obviously there's been more than one transgression here, which he's admitted to, and then this current one. But, you know, how can you, like... Uh, and the current one, basically, he calls the woman and says, you got to get my number off your phone. I need a quick, big favor, blah, blah, blah. But she's already got 300 of his texts. <laughs> she's already selling out. And she's got... And Ray Ratto had a great column in the paper today, and he also has one online. Great. His online one is like, okay, I was wrong, because his column today is now completely wrong now that, you know, uh-huh. after he wrote it, Tiger came out and basically, you know, the video or the audio is out. And, he, right. he, you know, he said Tiger would never apologize. Well, now he has. 
Uh, but Ratto is one of the best writers to pay for. Always, always worth the money. So, you know, he's come out with this thing, but you just, and, and she's got his voicemail on the phone. You can't trust somebody who's been on a reality show. Yeah. Right. They want attention. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, they're do, willing to do anything. They'll do for, anything yeah, for their sure. 15 minutes yes. and money. Yeah. Tiger, dude, seriously. Yeah. Well, and you can also tie it to these to these folks, these alleged uh, party crashers at the White House. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, people That's who so were, these yeah. are, what is reality television breeding here? There's breeding these these yeah. people who are, who are now, do, they're doing all kinds of crazy stuff to just, to get on a reality show. To get on a reality show, to make a reality show. It's, it's just insane. Do you, and, yeah, oh, no, keep going. No, yeah. go ahead. I, oh, I was just going to ask you, do you think reality shows, are they ever going to go away? Or oh, God, we, no. No, yeah, no, no. They're here forever. No, I'm asked that all the time. They're, yeah. here, they're here forever. Uh, they're cheap to produce. They're popular. Yeah. Um, you, you can't know. beat that combination. You can't right beat there. that combination. Yeah. It's, like, it's like our salary. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, our, our stuff. Uh, but you know what? It's uh, like, so I was thinking about this today coming down. This is why it's TV related. So, like, all right, if you're going to sleep with a reality show person and you're going to essentially trust them with this, you know, you're cheating. You've got to take this to the grave. And yeah. you've got to think that he thought she was going to be reliable. I would say we should start a scale, maybe a blog this item. So, like, who would be more reliable? I would think, like, okay, if maybe somebody's on, like, uh, Amazing Race, mm-hmm. you know, I might, might yeah. trust them a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Right? And yeah. A, a little bit less on Survivor, right? Yeah. You know, and as you kind of uh, top chef or Project I would say Runway, one of Project Runway or Project Runway. Though those are those are literally emotionally needy people. They are, and they're a little <laughs> and, bit. And don't I know it? I know I give a lot of hugs off camera. I do a lot of um, I do a lot of counseling, you know, with people on the show, and um, because they do they do need a hug, and sometimes I need a hug too. In fact, right now a great one. I would love to get a hug from you. Well, Tim, do you think that uh, you've seen people through the years on the show who could actually keep a secret? No, no one on that show. I would not trust them. Uh, I wouldn't even uh, trust them with my lottery ticket numbers. No, I wouldn't. I would All never right. do that. Well, no. yeah, and I and I think that uh, you know maybe a little bit less on Top Chef, but that some of those are professional chefs. But I gotta think that if you're gonna sleep with someone on the reality show, the absolute bottom, the absolute least trustworthy person, has to be someone who's on VH1. <laughs> right? Yeah, that sure, is skank definitely. central, definitely. right? That is skank, definitely. moralless, broke, desperate, <laughs> needy, right? Lo, lo, you know, low, low self-esteem. It's 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 a time bomb of someone who's going to do exactly what she did to Tiger. How about the Biggest Loser? Well, oh, no, no I w- you know what? I would trust those I folks. Might trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've been hurt in yeah. some way by society. Yeah, and it's also aspirational. Yeah. Same same as I would trust someone on uh, 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 homemade extreme homemaker. Yeah, I right. would trust them there. Yeah, yeah. they're needy. This, yeah, they, they're 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 downtrodden. They sure. would keep Tiger's secret. Yeah, but not some hoe. No, <laughs> I mean, like, might as well just. Uh, why don't you just start nailing somebody on cheaters? Yeah, why don't you just uh, why don't you just sleep with Flavor Flav? I mean, come on. He's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna he's gonna tell you what time it is. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I think that's going to wrap up. That's our second uh, public enemy reference in the last 20 minutes. Yes, exactly. I wasn't able to go through my 1989 Sound of the Funky Drummer thing. But, you know, another time. Okay. Well, uh, maybe our next intern will be born in 89. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, should we go to some TV related items? I got some. All right. Let's do it. Did I help you with the transition? I was waiting. I tried several times to transition. You were not ready. No, we had. It's too good. By the way, can we take a moment here to acknowledge who's not in the booth? Who? Oh, Benny? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard any fo- Foley work? None. No. 
There's, well, usually we don't any, unless they're prompted anyways. I so. got an email from Benny. Here's This is the sound of Benny stuck on on, on the bridge. Oh. <laughs> All right. I got to kill some time by sticking in some marching band music. Oh, I could wait here all day. Oh, mid-span. That was my that was my Benny. That was my Benny. I wish I wish the 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 video of that would be available right now because that was that was better than the audio. Yeah, I was kind of self-satisfied with my Benny. You're kind of getting into that. So Benny's not here. Uh, so, uh, but he will try to make it. Uh, but okay. So TV related news. Big news. Right okay. So All a couple right. of things. Is this, is this breaking news or not? No, not yet. <clears throat> not yet. But <laughs> Sons of Anarchy had its, uh, had its, uh, season finale. Yes. On Tuesday night. So that's, that's big. And, uh, 90 minutes, a lot of action, a lot of some, uh, cliffhangers. I won't give anything away, but that was a big night. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to wonder what your take was on um, Steven Seagal, Lawman. Did you read my column today? I did not, no. Okay. So I don't know if you know this, but Steven Seagal uh, has a new reality series on A&E starting tonight called Steven Seagal, Lawman. Are you serious? No, I'm serious. But here's the, here's the part. It's basically cop. It's really like a ripoff of cops. In fact, I think cops should get involved in busting them for being such a flagrant ripoff. But here's where it's interesting. Steven Seagal is actually really a cop. Is he really like a? I mean, a licensed, licensed gun toting, going on shifts. He's been where? A, who would? Who would uh, Jefferson Parish in uh, Louisiana. No way. And, not, and it's not like Shaq. Who you know, Shaq's been doing this legitimately for three or four yeah. years. He's going to be a cop. Shaq is post career, and uh, he's you know I think he's he, I think he has a badge. Shaq does, but uh, uh, Seagal twenty years. So he's you gotta give it up. The guy's kept the secret wow. for twenty years. That's he started off basically kind of like an honorary thing, and then he's a you know apparently he's an expert marksman. He was helping their SWAT team uh, in firearm training, and no then this way. is back in this like what's eighties uh, or whatever. And then he became a full fledged officer, and then he started spending a lot of time uh, between films, working down there as much as he could. He has mm. his own team. He's part. He's been on the on the. Payroll for twenty years. Wow! And so that's never gotten out. That's never gotten amazing. out. Yeah, and so well, I mean, I'm sure some people know about it, but almost well, literally, like most people don't know about it. And then uh, he basically came forward and said, you know, post Katrina, I think uh, Louisiana lost a lot of officers, and maybe this series could, uh, you know, motivate them to come oh, out. Good and for help. him. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. So well, how's the show? It's like cops. Except you're thinking, oh, that's dude, that's Steven, Steven Seagal. Oh my gosh. Does he ever like kick in a door? Beat by the himself? action star. Oh, he's a he's a badass. Yeah. yeah. Does but, he like squint into the camera and say, like, yeah, stuff like justice? Yeah. Was it, and was it shoot... Steven Seagal who who would once brag that he had a butt like a horse? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. That. I, I might have been it, Von Damme. I'm I was usually, confused. The two. I think it could be Von Damme. I, I don't. I don't. Unless it involves Clooney, I'm not going to be worrying about somebody's butt. Seriously. <laughs> unless it's a woman's butt. Do you have any text? You'd no, like I to just, reveal right no, now. no, three hundred texts. Uh, yeah, I, I got a lot of stuff talking about the engine room, but that's. You know. <laughs> oh, really? You got you got some heat on that? No, no, oh. I, I, am on record as uh, that's I'm I'm an ass and leg man, absolutely. Yes, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I don't like the engine room. That's not where my. I, I I'm not a breast man. I, I'm bored with breasts. You're bored with breasts. Is that I, I, is that post uh, post child? No, it doesn't doesn't do anything for me. And my yeah. wife has an awesome. Rack. Is it where we pass wow. the six minutes? Yes, wow. right. She does. She's just a stunning rack. But it's uh but it's like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's like it's like uh Gilda Lily. She's already awesome. So like but I you know, my 
And she does. She has amazing legs. So that's really the attraction. There. All right. Yeah. We right. Can, what are you sucking up for right now? No, I'm not. Yeah, it's okay. Christmas time. Chestnuts. Eat some. Will you please have some eggnog? That's ridiculous. Come have on, protein. Throw it down, big girl. Throw it down, <laughs> little woman. Oh, look at your brother. What what did he ever contribute? You were the heart and soul of that band. And I love I went out and I, I know that you think that I only listened to the Grateful Dead, but I, I bought the Carpenters cover album, a classic. Your brother is the Andrew Ridgely of, <laughs> of uh, Weepy Rock. I have a question for you. Yes. Uh Breast man, ass man, leg man? Oh, uh, I guess I'm a breast man. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. Traditionalist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a traditionalist. Little cle- you like Although little I do cleavage. like tall women. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah. Right. So I guess, I don't know. I like mean. to just go to them and say, you're tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're tall. You're yeah. so tall. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Well, that's good to know. Joe, we already know what you are. What? You are the you are the classic cut from the central casting breast man. You'd be the guy yes. in the movies where they run somebody by with a big rack and you're like not enormous. I would like the, the double D's and stuff like that. That's ridiculous. Oh, I would I should say so. Yes. I just, like I hit the but limit about C. D. Really? No. I would I would you'd probably right up to D, yeah. Really? That's you know, it's more than that. It's, that's too much. That's too much. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's already too much. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of action up there. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about well, that. I don't know. Is this TV related in any way? It was. Are we, are we just going to segue into a Baywatch did, discussion? It, it, was it a segue into that? Was it TV related? Breast stuff? I can't I remember. Think so, yeah. I think yeah. it started with uh, it started from somewhere from Steven Seagal's backside. His backside. Oh yeah. Right. yeah okay. no. So, anyways, the, the show uh, not worth watching. Yeah, no, it's fine. I think people should watch it just to just check them out. <clears throat> yes. so, oh and maybe God. hey, maybe it will encourage uh, people to become law enforcement officers in New Orleans. In New Orleans, yeah, that's good. And uh, so it's a public service, right? And then um, <laughs> coming up, I would just say just to, to alert people in case yes. we don't have a podcast. Coming up, we have uh, uh, Better Off Ted, last year's best. Uh, uh, sitcom is back for its second season starting Tuesday uh, on ABC so definitely watch that and Elvis Costello my hero Elvis, Spectacle with Elvis Costello starts uh, I believe Monday on the Sundance channel hmm. and uh, his first guest is uh, uh, Bono and the Edge wow yeah that's quite the a, season premiere. Yeah, and then he's got Sheryl Crow. He's got a whole bunch of great people on he's there. He's going to talk about talk to Wilco. Wouldn't that be your ultimate show? Oh, my, I, would, I would just die, right? Wilco. Like if he, here's here's my lineup. If you could talk to Wilco, and that'd just be uh-huh. that'd be the end all. To see Elvis and Jeff Tweedy play would be like the end. Yeah, I'd, that'd be I would coronary. I would die. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but then if you could have like the Pernice Brothers, you know the Pernice Brothers are like my third favorite band of all time. One, no, of the, one, one of the greatest would, bands that nobody the, knows about. The Tweety uh, Elvis thing, they're, they're both uh, music heads. They're both musicologists. Yeah, so they're that, would both, be, that would be really good. That would be great for music geeks. Yeah, and they're they're big musicologists, although I don't think anybody's going to top Costello. No, dude, no, no, like no. dripping knowledge. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, and last season was fantastic on, on that series. So, uh, if you want to watch it, uh, that's Monday on um, Sundance Channel. Hmm. So, that's all the TV related news I've got. Cause wow. Then we hit like kind of a lull period. There is a TNT series which I haven't watched yet called Men of a Certain Age. All of these will be, will be reviewed in the Chronicle, but there's Men of a Certain Age. I think it's December eighth or something like that. And then we kind of hit you know the holiday lull, which is really what we're in anyway. And then we you know you go through Christmas and 
whatnot. And then in January, things really start in earnest. But we're going to have hundreds of podcasts up before no, January. Hundreds. Hundreds. The, uh, and do you recommend any bowl games to watch? If you had to watch, because you know, that's a lot of bowl games. On. Not a college football fan. None. Do you no. watch any? Do you watch the national championship game? Do you watch the Rose Bowl? No. The granddaddy of them all? No. no not I watch none of that. But I, my only two nods to um, uh, college football lore uh, are that I like the touchdown Jesus that's at uh, uh, Notre Dame, <laughs> and I would like to put my name in the hat to take over for uh, Charlie Weiss, that jerk. I can turn Notre couldn't Dame Couldn't do around. worse. Couldn't do worse. You couldn't do that. Uh, because you know Notre Dame, you got God on your side. You're going to win some games. Absolutely. You're six and six. You're just it's not you're not helping. God's better than five hundred. Absolutely. You'd hope. Yeah. Oh God, no <laughs> deities settle for five hundred. It's ridiculous. I don't care what religion you are in. God, what are you doing? God, can't go throw it downfield. Jesus. How about some better recruiting? <laughs> couldn't you get Couldn't you get anybody to go to Notre Dame? Come on. <laughs> So that's one of my nods to college football lore, even though I don't watch it. My other is that I've been known to uh, write, write about Rose Bowl time, you know, the tradition of uh, putting the rose in your mouth and walking around. I'll do that in the house. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's cool. Sometimes nude. Nice. I'll do that. Uh, sometimes with the shorty robe on, I'll have the roses on. I like that. I love that shot yeah, of all the players hard, with the roses in their mouth yeah. when they know they're going to the Rose Bowl. Uh, and thirdly, uh, I don't care what time of year it is, I will strike the Heisman Pose. Oh. Absolutely. Yes. Right now, a great. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was good. How about yeah, that? that was really good. good. Love yeah. the high Only you guys can see that. Yeah. yeah. If only you could, people, if only you had the camera going on for that. Yes. That's All a right. great podcast. Love the right there. <laughs> you know what? And you know what the Heisman's good for? Seriously. What the Heisman pose is good for when you have small kids or, or relatives or whoever, and you've got a balloon. And first of all, a balloon is the greatest toy in the whole world. Uh, yeah. So you get a balloon up in the house, people are going crazy. You get the balloon, you make a run for it, and, and the little snappers who are about your waist high come after you. Just give them a stiff arm oh, right there. The leg they go the down hard oh, quickly, yeah. too. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's really well, it's right good lessons to learn. Yeah, especially if you put it, put it right in their face, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Good. that's good. Yeah. Uh, but I, otherwise, I don't watch college football. I, I'm uh, pro sports pretty much only. Excellent. So. Are we ready? How many calls do we have? There some calls are here? two calls and one new theme submission. Ooh. Well, let's do it. Okay. Let's do which, it. Which first? You know what, Daniel? You're on the short lease here. You, you make a call. Okay. All right. You can produce. I know who this is. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Masterpiece Theatre. Tonight we bring you the life and times of Tim Goodman, television critic. Tim Goodman is the television critic for the San Francisco Chronicle. He's only the third TV critic in the history of the Chronicle, which was founded in 1865. In addition to criticism, he covers the industry and writes trend and analysis pieces mostly about failure. He does not interview actors or cover local news. He's been hacking it up in journalism for more than 20 years, working previously at the San Francisco Examiner, Contra Costa Times, San Jose Mercury News, Palo Alto Weekly, and the Peninsula Times Tribune after graduating from San Jose State University, though he wanted to go to Cal. Among his national awards are a first place for criticism from the American Association of Sunday and Feature Editors and the 2003 Herb Gain Memorial Award for, from the National Society of Newspaper Columnists. And in 2001 and 2006, he was named Best 
TV critic in the country by the media website newsblues.com, though it appears the site immediately regretted the decision. He has written for Business 2.0 and Ironminds.com, still owed some money from that, and was once the golf writer for South African Sports Illustrated. He recently taught a course in criticism at UC Berkeley's Graduate School of Journalism, thus allowing him to finally buy a cow hat and hoodie. He also teaches a class on television for the Visual Studies Department of the California College of the Arts. Goodman can be heard every Monday at 8.30 a.m. on the KFOG Morning Show, 104.5 FM. Periodically, he's called upon to rant about something for KNBR, KCBS, or KGO Radio, and then duplicate those witticisms and diatribes for industry magazines like Variety, Television Week, or Emmy Magazine, after which he feels totally used and minutely embarrassed. His podcast can be heard at the iTunes Music Store, keyword KFOG. Like everyone else in the world, he's writing a book, but not actually working on it. And thus concludes the life and times of Tim Goodman. A bit of news this week. Evidently, the answer to the eternal question has finally been answered. The riches have returned to us, but only in Hulu on repeat format. That is all. Wow. Very nice. Wow. Give it up. That's... Very nice. Alistair Cook lives. Alistair Cook. That's George. First of all, I thought it was going to be uh, Andrew from Ireland. We usually get those kind of old school television intros. So I was completely fooled. It's George D from the 415. Oh, I think you guys have mentioned him before. Yeah. And, uh, and George uh, has apparently got a hold of my bio. Yes. And, uh, and, uh, which, on your online bio. Well, you know how he got it. They printed it in its entirety during the uh, uh, JCC event, which he, which he came to. Uh, and by the way, George came in a suit and tie, which I, which I took as... Him mocking me for for having a, a an event that was kind of upscale rather than like beer soaked and throwing DVDs. Uh, uh. I thought it was really smart of him to do that. And when I called him on that, he goes, uh, "No, actually, I just got a job." So, congratulations, <laughs> oh, well, George. Yes, yeah. good, good for George. Good. He came straight from work. There was uh, Django and P Page or TVTM listeners. Uh, and you know what? I'm gonna say uh, uh, happy to say that uh, 408 people. Came out wow. nice. to see me on, nice. on Very Monday the twenty third. So those of you <coughs> who did, <laughs> those of you who did, thanks, Joe. You didn't come out, I see. No, I didn't. Couldn't couldn't afford the eighteen bucks. <laughs> no, I was waiting for my comp ticket. Right, exactly. <laughs> Never came. Yeah, and it's just like your wife's waiting for the Letterman ticket. <laughs> yeah, but oh. thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Three still weeks a, of nothing. Still a raw wound. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I appreciate everybody who came out. That was very nice. Um, I, I need, but listening to that, it's clear that I need to update my. Uh, uh, on my bio because you know I don't have Twitter on there. Mm. Biz Stone, yeah. what's he going to think yeah, if I don't no. list that? Yeah. I'm, I'm on Twitter. Ooh. Yeah, you're dead to him. Uh, and as uh, George Z or somebody else pointed out, why do you not list that you have the TVTM podcast? Are you embarrassed by that's it? That's right. Where I didn't hear that. <laughs> I just his podcast. Just, just generically, his podcasts are available on iTunes. Well, that's that was uh, for uh, KFOG. So I think I might have done that before we started this. It's mm. pretty old bio. Mm. I need to update that. Yeah. You can uh, the line at the end. He still sucks. He still sucks, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get my CV out there. I got, you know, I'm gonna add some stuff to it. Uh, thank you, George. That was, uh, that was telling. Good. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just, and just staying character the entire time. Very, very important. good. Yes, he kept yeah. the, uh, he keeps the English accent going a lot longer than I. Yeah. Do. Oh, yeah. You don't actually have an English well, accent. I, there's, there's, a there's several. <laughs> yeah. I have several of them. Say, several bad ones. As long as you don't do an English woman, I think we're okay. Oh, Mr. Girl. All right. Uh, Daniel, we have to close this this fact filled podcast. Wow, out. 
Very little of anyone. A lot of us. A lot of us. Very little of anyone else. You know what? It, it, we are, uh, we're like an encyclopedia of knowledge. Right. Uh, let's close it out because we have an, a submission. We have for a submission, yes. The TVTM theme song. Wow, yeah. this competition is yeah, getting hot and heavy I, now. I, I like this one. This, is, this may be my favorite. Oh, so excellent. Let's, let's hear it. it now. Okay. It's the TV Talk Machine starring Tim Goodman with co-hosts Joe Garofoli as Question Boy and Benny Evangelista as Manny. And with special guest appearances by Bill Walton, Angry Regis, Existential French Woman, Porno Putin, The Count, and Al Gore. And back from the dead, Walter Cronkite, Dick Nixon, and David Brinkley. Produced and posted by Daniel as Durwood on the Knobs. And now, he. Here's Jimmy. Oh, awesome. that's very nice. Very nice. Wow. Uh, so that was from Bob and San Rafael. Bob and San Rafael. Wow, that's oh, great. That is awesome. A lot of energy with that. Man, really good. He promises a lot of guest stars, though. Yeah. A lot of pressure on that. Well, a lot of pressure on your end. <laughs> that's right. I was belatedly will make an appearance today. I have nothing else to say, though, other than this podcast contained only. Two calls from listeners. Goodman, you've got to touch your audience a little bit more. Include them in the podcast. <laughs> Beavis, I can't believe you're here, along with three other people camped out in the podcast. You said, you said touch. I touch as often as I can, even at my age. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Wow. Wow. Just, uh, we were <laughs> straining. Yeah, we were, no, we were leaning to get him to, uh, to uh, porno Cronkite. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> Maybe the next podcast. I uh, touched Roger Mudd. I loved it. <laughs> Eric Severa gave me a reach around. <laughs> By the way, Eric Severa, never not funny. Always fun. <laughs> One of the things you can go to and always get a laugh. Eric's ever right. Oh, wow. Genius. Wow. Okay. Well, this wraps up. We're going to do another one. We, uh, we're going to yeah, do a out. really power one, right? We're going we're gonna to power, power through for installment two. We're going to power through. Lots we've got of questions. Questions, another call. Uh, and you promised a bevy of voices. Yes. Uh, uh, Daniel is going to uh, reveal exactly what size breasts he likes. <laughs> and uh, who's going to do the numbers to close it out? Benny will. All right. Oh, thanks, Benny. Thanks, right. Benny, for the contribution. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Yeah, way to, way, to, way to make it happen. Oh, that's ridiculous. You've got to show up to play. You're on the bench. <laughs> uh, I'll do the numbers. So if you are uh, in the continental United States, uh, you can call us toll-free at one eight 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 sfc tvtm If you are, uh, say, in Paris or uh, South America, and can I just say that our international callers outside of Andrew in, in Ireland, the country of record... Uh, foreign country of record. Where is it? Where does it say that? Okay, well, we'll wait for our Italian. When one of your Italian friends calls in, we'll we'll let it happen. Uh, if you're you guys have just let us down, international callers really sleeping on the job. So uh, give us a call. We are uh, uh, at four one five seven 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 eight eight two one. And uh, just so that Biz Stone <laughs> knows that I am hip to the scene. <laughs> If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Twitter. It's at uh, www.twitter.com backslash TVTM hash mark 
Walton is Santa. Brutal. TV Talk Machine. A podcast about television. With Tim Goodman. Some marching band music. Oh, I could wait here all day. Oh, mid span. Enter Wood on the dogs. <laughs>